Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. I'm your host, Nick Polkuski, and here is Martin Grunberg. Martin, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the podcast. Nick, it is terrific to be here. How are you, buddy? I am doing phenomenal. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Doing really, really good. And uh, I was going to say, I managed to get out for a surf earlier, and it's just beautiful outside. Oh, so, nice, nice. Yeah, we got no problems here, knock on wood. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. I It's finally really starting to warm up here too. And so it's just been great. Uh, we've been having some close to or at 70 degree weather. So it's been awesome to be able to be outside finally, feel like spring is fully, fully here finally. Spring is, has sprung. Exactly, exactly. Sweet. So you have a GTR you want to kick us kick us off with? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So for me, the... Uh, I've, I've been really excited because I am putting the final touches on my first real podcasting course so that wow. it will kind of walk people through uh, the entire process of podcasting. And uh, I'm excited for that. To, uh, it's going to be launching here in the next few weeks. So really, really excited about that. Is that like a seven module course or? Kind uh, of. You, kind of. Okay. Yeah. The, break it. the first iteration is basically going to be... Um, a video delivered every 12 weeks or so. Um, Got it. And so right now I have 12 like Keystone videos, flagship videos that are in the course and I'm gonna kind of be delivering the first part of the launch here, one a week, but then after that they'll probably be delivered in more of a bundle and just get send emails out to remind people to, hey, go check this out. Your people, and are you using a a hosting site for the course, or are you going to do it off your website? I am going to actually do it through Gumroad. So that's Gumroad. Little, yeah, that's a little bit uh, different than what I've done in the past when I've helped other people with their courses. Um, but I'm excited about it. I I bought a course on there recently and really like the experience. So I'm going to try doing that. Well, I have not heard of that. So I think we once did an episode on asking questions. So I'm glad I asked that. I'm going to have to check that out. That's terrific. All right. Well, my GTR, it's pretty funny. My sixth grade daughter, they always seem to be about my kids. Um, Sixth grade daughter has gone off to sixth grade camp. So she's gone for a week and she's super excited and I probably wouldn't think twice about it, but she's excited. My wife is excited. And what I think is probably the best benefit is she has to be without her iPhone for a week. Oh, yeah. That'll be challenging, but also very beneficial. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I, 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 I don't know how she's going to do with uh, the withdrawals, but it'll be fun <laughs> to find out. I'm sure you'll get all the stories afterwards. Right. So you know what we're talking about today? I do, and I'm I'm actually really excited about this topic uh, because I think it is so important to actually living an effective uh, an effective life and being as successful as you can. And I'll, I'll let you introduce the topic, but I'm really excited about it. You bet, and I'm pleased to introduce the topic. <laughs> Here she comes. It's rituals, or 
At this point, the working title is Six Reasons to Create and Master Your Rituals. So to me, um, Nick, and I want to get your take on this, but, but I've been thinking about rituals a lot. And again, I'm going to talk about six reasons. I think I have at least six. And um, I'm curious what your take, to me, rituals means... Obviously, I, I spent a great deal of time studying habit and writing about habit. So for me, and there's confusion around this from people, to me, a ritual is just a bundle of habits. So if, if you can craft one good habit that's going to help you, imagine the power of a morning ritual that includes six positive habits, whether it's drinking tea, meditating, stretching, writing. Um, for instance, so, so super important, super powerful, absolutely affects and influences your, um, effectiveness and efficiency. So we're going to dive in, but I want to know kind of what ritual means to you and, and how you've employed it, if at all. Yeah, I was actually going to say something very similar that it really is just a collection of habits, but, um, even thinking about it a little bit more there, even as you were kind of describing it, I can also see, at least in places in my life, where ritual is almost a little bit about the ceremony too as well. You know, a, a little bit about the right environment uh, and, and things like that. So it can be almost a little step above a habit, if you will, or a, or a group of habits. I, that is really, really good. We're going to touch on ceremony at some point. Um, <laughs> Terrific. Great job. So I'm going to, I think I pulled up the dictionary definition, probably off dictionary.com or something. Um, so that's exit. You hit, you hit the nail on the head done as part of a ceremony or ritual, always done in a particular situation or in the same way each time. And those are a couple examples. Also on webster.com, we have so these would be sentences, right? The priest will perform the ritual or he was buried simply without <laughs> ceremony or ritual. The daily ritual of preparing breakfast or his day-to-day -day life is based on ritual. So those are the examples. Before I jump into the first kind of key or reason they are so important. Do you want to mention anything else? Uh, not really. I don't think. I think it's. Okay. I think it'll kind of come out here when we when we dive into some of this. I think you're right. It, it will all flush out. So the first one is, and again, it all relates back to habits. So so we've talked a great deal about energy, and productivity, and the relationship. If, if a habit is efficient, right, then a ritual is even more efficient. And we've, and, and again, I want to do this just as it relates to productivity. So if we think about time and everybody's caught up in time management, and we have talked previously about energy management. In other words, if I had a bunch of time, but I was energy depleted, uh, I was laid up in bed. <laughs> doesn't matter how much time I have. I can't be productive. So it certainly takes time, but 
having energy is super important and using it effectively. We know habits use energy effectively because for a lot of reasons, they, um, they live in a different part of the brain. They use less energy because they're part of the subconscious even. And that's why reason number one, I think ritual is so important because it's energy efficient if you plan them, which brings us back to another quote, um, and you know I love my quotes. So good things happen when planned, bad things on their own, right? You recall that one? Yes, I do. So consider that in relation to habit. Good habits happen when planned. Bad habits happen on their own. And you can extend that to ritual. Good rituals happen when planned, bad hab- or bad rituals happen on their own. So very important to plan and go through that PAR methodology, whether it's for a habit or even a ritual. Got it? Got it. That's awesome. Sweet. I can hear the pencil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> second is this idea that because it tends to be habitual – the habitual ritual, if you will, um, it will compound over time. So the power of compounding I write about in, in The Habit Factor, I think almost everybody gets it. But one of the great ways to illustrate it is take a piece of paper, fold it once. And by the way, that piece of paper is easy, easy to tear. Fold it once, fold it twice, fold it three times four times. I've only folded it five times and I cannot tear this piece of paper. So it's an interesting, in my mind, an interesting analogy of doing the same little action. What was once easy to tear, you compound it over time and you have a very powerful um, outcome. And Darren Hardy, who's the publisher of Success Magazine, of course, wrote a great book called The Compound Effect, where he elaborates on this greatly. Yeah, that's, Have you read that? That is one of my favorite books. Um, another oh, one that is very close to that, I don't know if you've read this one, is The Slight Edge. I forget uh, the actual author of it, but that's another very great book, too. I have not. I'm going to – The Slight Edge. Correct. Beautiful. And you say you don't know the author. Uh, Jeff something or other. Yeah, I can, I can look it up, but I don't remember. Off the I know top of Jeff my head. something. I know Jeff something or other. <laughs> All right. Guy, so, that's, so that's number two. The third is, again, <laughs> this is the Habits to Golds podcast. So forgive me for repeating myself, but that's how, at least that's how I learn. Um, when you think about nature, We have rhythm and pattern kind of everywhere. The reason you and I can schedule this call on a certain day at a certain time is because the planets are rotating. And this goes back to we spoke of think and grow rich and the law of cosmic habit force and this idea that getting these 
principles or these actions into a rhythmic behavior is so important. And by the way, that's exactly what happens when you create a ritual. So you're getting into this rhythm that works naturally with the flow of nature, if you will. We have personal rhythms by, you know, we have daily, weekly, monthly, etc. And so when you can incorporate certainly daily, I know, you know, in our business and, and many entrepreneurs, I uh, befriend the key to having daily and or weekly rituals and of course even monthly and quarterly is is absolutely critical and they are all of course tied to a cycle so that's just another great reason to identify rituals you can proactively plan out awesome got it got it so martin and before we move on to the next one yep. <clears throat> What's some examples of some rituals that you have in your life? So, and I touch on it in the open. The, the big one for me is, is the morning ritual, particularly as I'm trying to complete, <laughs> complete the goal of writing the book. And I'm laughing because I just realized when we named this podcast a few months ago, it was Habits to Goals. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's, <laughs> there's now an Android app out there. <laughs> <laughs> called Habits to Goals, which is not really surprising. Uh, it's just funny. And it's even using, it's not using the two, of course. It's using the T-O, but I'm pretty sure we secured that domain name as well. I just think it's funny. And, it's funny. you know, it's great. The copycat's great. So my ritual, my ritual, the one that I'm using to help achieve my goal of this new book is getting out of bed early. And by the way, I'm tracking these habits, but they are all really combined to a ritual. So getting out of bed early, um, I will wake up, I will stretch, I will meditate, I will make my tea, and I will get to writing minimally for 90 minutes out of the gate. So that's a really powerful um, ritual for me. Nice. It's been great. That's awesome. Yeah. What do you, what do you got? Um, I have a morning one as well. I also have kind of a evening ritual too. Um, that one's still kind of in development, uh, but you know <laughs> <laughs> everything's in everything's in development. Yeah, exactly. But it's it's I'm starting to we're starting to fall into a little bit of a ritual in the evening, which has uh, been nice and a great way to uh, help kind of almost set up the morning ritual, if you will, because, uh, you know, get to bed a little sooner, get to bed with the right mindset, then I'm able to wake up in the morning, get right to work. Uh, I actually, well, I do a few other things before I actually start working, but I'm able to jump into that morning ritual with a little more energy and the right mindset. I love it. Yeah. I, I mean, so now I was jumping ahead. I was looking at a few things, but You touched on something that was so important. So from a weekly perspective, another ritual, you could call it a habit, but but I think it it probably falls into the realm of ritualness is the weekly planning session. So Sunday evening going through and identifying what's got to happen for the week, Um, really, you know, between the appointments and the creativity and the productivity and and all that 
scheduling the week in advance to really optimize the time. So that's just, that's another one. And then again, I mentioned our company will have a weekly huddle every Monday morning. Hmm. So that's great. Awesome. So jumping to four, because I know this is running probably a little long. Um, this one gets a little esoteric, and so hopefully it doesn't put some people off, but I think it's hard to avoid. I mean, I just spoke about nature, rhythm, and pattern, which touches on that, but this goes even deeper. How many religions are there? No, oh, uh, lots. <laughs> yes, good answer. That's all I was looking for. How many sciences are there? Sciences? Yep. Quite a few. Yeah, there's exactly biology. I mean, you can just go down the list. So how many, how do I say this? How many spiritualities are there? <laughs> uh, I suppose quite a few too. <laughs> That'd be it, yeah. Well, yeah, so I'm not phrasing it right. I, my take is this. There's actually one. So religion is an offshoot of spirituality. Yes. In other words, if you were to look at it as a tree, I think there's one trunk, right? That's spirituality. And then you branch off and you might have Buddhism, Christianity. I mean, you could, whether it's a tree or a pie, the point is the pie, the, the big circle, I believe, is your spirituality. And then you start splitting it up. When you say, well, I'm a Muslim and I'm a Jew and I'm a Christian. And what I'm getting at here, not to turn this into a religious take, what I'm getting at is it's fascinating to me that ritual, you, you brought it up in the open and I said I would get to it. Ritual has this incredible overlap with ceremony, mm -hmm. ritual and ceremony. I even read it out of the dictionary.com. And all religions have rituals. And you could even go into like, quote unquote, primitive tribes and whether it's Indians or Africans and they have incredible rituals and ceremonies, right? Right. And the question becomes for them, I think, they believe they're, it's helping them tap into this spiritual power. Well, what if, and I'll just pose it as a question rather than tell you what I believe, is what if by setting up rituals, especially when they're aligned with your goals, it's a way for you to tap into that power? Yeah, I would, I mean, I would definitely agree with that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I, I think it's kind of undeniable if you get into... You know, there are certain aspects of creativity. You can talk about subconscious, then you can talk about the conscious mind. But almost every great, quote unquote, thinker has said there's something called the superconscious mind. And I, I propose in the habit factor that when you use and channel and align your habits, that it helps you use the subconscious as a gateway to that super conscious creativity. That's kind of where all the ideas kind of reside and you just tune into the channel and boom, you know, bingo, so to speak. So I, I, again, I'll leave it there. Some people freak out when I talk about this stuff. They think that's not practical. I think it's super practical. What I'm suggesting to you is rituals 
are very important because they have that spiritual component. Got it? Got it. And I, like I said, I would definitely agree with that. And at the very least, they, they help you feel a little bit more connected. Great. And who doesn't want to be more connected? Exactly. Attaboy. I love it. All right. So that brings me to fifth. And it's kind of funny because (laughs) at the last second, I'm like, oh, I should check out what's been written and I did a quick search and I found this guy who has like four Twitter followers, hasn't written something since 11, but he wrote about the importance of, of rituals. And the reason I'm bringing it up is his last paragraph was so good. I didn't even want to try to, I want to just share it like verbatim. And he was talking about his tea ritual, and the guy's name is Jesse Jacobs. I don't even know if that's a real name. And it was off, again, Huffington Post. And again, I believe it was 2011. He he finishes up with, after talking about his tea ritual and how important and what it meant to him, he just finishes with, that's my tea ritual. Please copy it, improve on it, and remember that once you make it a habit, it's easy and invaluable. It slows you down and starts you up. It connects you to the moment and gets you out of the moment, all with just a little water and some leaves. And I thought, what a brilliant job. So like I said, I went to the Twitter account and noticed it was effectively dead, but I was going (laughs) to compliment him on on at least a good finish to to an interesting post. So all those all those reasons constitute the fifth it was this idea that it brings you mindfulness and at the same time creates mindlessness it it takes you in the moment and it takes you out of the moment and it's exactly what this guy said and i think that's really important brings you mindfulness and then and then helps you kind of detach and which is good, which is part of what habit is when you're doing a behavior without conscious thought. The irony is you can consciously craft that to create that. So anyhow, I love the way he wrapped that up and I'll bring us to six right now. And I think I've read part of it. No, I, well, more than part of it. I think his name is Stephen Pressler. He wrote Turning Pro. Does that sound correct? Uh, Stephen Pressfield. Pressfield. Thank you. So the ritual is, and the, and the sixth benefit, if you will, is this is how you turn pro. You create a ritual to turn pro. Stephen King, although it could have been William Faulkner, nobody seems to be sure who said this, but it's a terrific quote. He says, I only write when the feeling strikes me. Fortunately, it strikes me at 9 a.m. every morning. (laughs) Yes. You've heard that? I have. I have. I've actually uh, read uh, Stephen Pressfield's book and a few other things by him. And I've I've read that book, too. And yeah, yeah. it's it's great. Well, and I don't know if that quote's in there. Um, And I wouldn't be surprised if if it is. But... But I was just kind of mashing those two up together because 
the reality is if we're going to sit around and wait till we're motivated, uh, we, we could be waiting a long time. But consciously developing that ritual and that pattern and that rhythm, right, and that habit is where you want to go if you really want to achieve your goals, whether it's writing or, or running your marathon. So I just, I, I love that quote. You know, I only write when the feeling strikes me. Fortunately, it strikes me at 9 a.m. every morning. Yeah. So, and I, and I, I know so many writers and they, a lot of them do the exact same thing. You know, it's about uh, being the butt in the chair time is really what it's about. It's about being there and crafting that habit, that ritual and just showing up, being willing to, and I think that's something that gets lost, especially among creatives. They think that, you know, they just suddenly get inspiration, but the real pros are the ones who cultivate that inspiration. And I, I didn't know that until, until I, you know, I forced the issue and I signed up for that event and then I had to figure out how was I going to do this? And then I started tracking. There you go again. We yeah. said it tracking. So to build a ritual, to build a habit, go through the PAR methodology, right? Plan, act, record, and reassess. We've talked about this in a prior episode, and I'm sure you can find stuff on the website, but that's the process. Use the app or use the spreadsheet. Um, and both of which are available for free. You can craft a ritual again. So I'm tracking and we'll close out on this unless you have something else. I'm tracking five, six habits, four of which would constitute part of that morning ritual. So I know that tracking that reinforces the behavior and helps to forge the ritual. So there you go, buddy. Awesome. Well, Martin, thanks again for such a great episode. And I definitely think uh, I'm going to challenge our listeners go out there and intentionally create one ritual in your life. You know, it could be the morning ritual, it could be the evening, or maybe it is just that tea ritual, whatever it is. Go out there and actually create that ritual. And, and track it. <laughs> yes. Great. Great job. All right. Thanks, Nick. Cheers. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Habits to Goals podcast. I'm so excited that you could be here with us as we explore the habit factor and how habits can actually change your life. We'd love to hear what your big takeaways were from the epi this episode. Simply go to thehabitfactor.com slash podcast. And you can find all the episodes, all the previous episodes, and the show notes there, as well as all the resources that were mentioned in this episode of the podcast. I also really want to encourage you to go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud or whatever podcast player you listen to because we are delivering a brand new episode to you each and every single Monday and I don't want you to miss a single one. So simply go to thehabitfactor.com slash iTunes and leave uh, and subscribe there. We'd also really encourage you, if you enjoy these episodes, the best way to show your appreciation is to simply go leave a review on iTunes because that helps so many other people find the podcast and realize that this is the podcast for them that could really have an impact in their life, their business, and in just their happiness and wellness. So thank you for tuning into this episode. 
remember to go out there and create habits that lead to your success. If you're looking to grow your business using podcasting, but don't have the time to edit the audio, insert the intro and outro, write up the show notes, post the episode to all the different sites, and do all of the ridiculous back-end work that's required, then you need yourpodcastguru.com, where you bring the content and we take care of the rest. We'll even co-host the show for you. Visit yourpodcastguru.com right now to explode your audience and crush it in the podcasting world.